Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts, whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So without further ado, here we go. Hey, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. This week, I'm going to talk about something that can often be very elusive, but is always needed and makes our lives much better. Some of us have it in spades, some of us don't have enough of it, and for some of us, it comes and goes. I'm talking about self-confidence. Now, if I could bottle up one thing, put it in a jar and take a sip every day, it would be confidence because whether we like it or not, our self-confidence is one of the main things that determines the shape of our lives. It can propel us forward or it can seriously hold us back. And for me, it's done both of those things depending on where I've been at various points in my life. But the good news is that self-confidence is absolutely something that we can all work on and get better at. And I had an email from a listener last week um, who was talking about self-confidence and and her email inspired me to do an episode about it. So yeah. Now I did a post on Instagram not so long ago in which I talked about something that I'd heard someone say on a podcast and it really resonated with me. This person said that rather than thinking of confidence as a state of being, something that we kind of either are or we're not, she said that we should approach it as an action, as something that we make the decision to do, I guess almost like a a verb rather than a noun. And this resonated with me because I for sure can relate to confidence as being something that I choose to do rather than something I consistently am. So I thought that was really interesting and I'm going to go back to that in a bit. But first of all, what the hell is confidence anyway? I would say that it's essentially a mindset or a belief about your worth and your abilities. I think it basically means that you have a sense of trust in yourself and you have a sort of baseline belief in yourself and who you are. And also, I think it means that you like yourself and you feel as though you have a sense of control over your life. I think self-confidence also 
looks like you being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. But you're okay with your weaknesses when you have self-confidence. You acknowledge them and you know what they are, but they don't bother you because you're equally aware of your strengths and you know the things about you that you need to work on, but you also know the things that you're good at. Um, And also, I think another indicator of self-confidence is that you don't mind admitting when you failed because you get that everybody fails in life to some extent, not to mention the fact that no one who is super successful has got there without their fair share of failure, because life just doesn't work like that. And to me anyway, I think someone who allows a so-called failure to really get them down is also someone who's probably lacking in self-confidence. So I think if you can handle failure and not let it floor you, then that's an indicator that your self-confidence is probably in pretty good shape. One other indicator of self-confidence is that you can handle criticism and it doesn't completely throw you because you already know who you are. Um, So other people's opinions can't really touch you. And one of the interesting things about self-confidence is it's rarely related to our actual abilities. If you think about it, there are plenty of people who are sort of on the outside, confident and successful, but inside they can still be crippled with a lack of confidence. And so it's really more about our perception, which is why we can absolutely teach ourselves to be more confident. Now, Self-confidence is something that I have really struggled with for most of my life. And it's weird because I can very much, I think, give the impression that I'm super confident. I think I have a way about me that comes across as confident. And certainly in many ways, I am pretty confident. But I've also struggled for many, many years with a real lack of self-confidence and self-esteem and I guess self-worth. And over the years, I've been really envious of people who seem so sure of themselves in a way that I've just never been, or certainly never used to be, more so now, but still only to a certain extent. And I've always regarded people who seem to have endless amounts of self-confidence as almost like a different species. I don't really know where my lack of it came from or why, why I've always felt like this, but I can certainly pinpoint many times at school, for starters, when I felt like I wasn't good enough. And it's something I still have to really work on to this day. Um, One of the ways that it's manifested for me, and I think it probably does for a lot of other people too, is in me feeling really inferior a lot of the time. Like for as long as I remember, I've suffered from feelings of inferiority, which were definitely there very much at school and then beyond. I've, I've pretty much always had that sense of being inferior to the people that I'm around. When I was at school, even though I suppose you could say I was one of the cool kids, although of course that's a load of crap, which you realise when you get out of your teens and your 20s, but anyway, despite being part of the so-called cool crowd, I always felt inferior to a lot of the other people I hung out with. I remember that feeling so vividly and it's something I still feel to this day if I'm in the wrong frame of mind or I'm with the wrong people. But it's something I've worked on quite a bit over the years because I've always been very aware of how my sort of lack of confidence has held me back in my life. And whilst my self-confidence is better than it used to be, it's still something, like I say, that I have to work on regularly and consistently 
take this podcast. I mean, I would never have done a podcast 10 years ago. There's just no way, or even five years ago. I just did not have the confidence. And I remember when I was at Radio 2, I always wanted to be the person sitting behind the microphone, not the one sitting on the other side of the glass in the studio. But back then, it wouldn't have occurred to me to actually make something like this happen. And even though deep down I knew I would love to do it and I knew on some level that I was perfectly capable, it just wouldn't have occurred to me that I was actually worthy of doing something like a podcast. And I guess that's tied in with the whole inferiority thing because I always felt inferior to the presenters who were actually sat behind the mic at Radio 2. But the funny thing in life is that it's often not necessarily the brightest or the funniest or the most intellectual or whatever else. It's not those people who make it always. It's the people who have the confidence to go for what they want. And they're the ones who really believe in themselves because ultimately, if you believe in yourself, you can do anything you flipping well want to. It was only through really working on my own self-confidence that I got to a place where I was able to just do it and screw the fear and just know that actually there's no good reason why I shouldn't do one. And that's not because I think I'm any better than anyone else or any worse than anyone else for that matter. It's because I have enough self-confidence these days to know and believe that I'm just as capable of doing a podcast as anyone else. But although I did start one, it doesn't mean that I don't battle every week, twice every week now that I'm doing two episodes a week. Um, It doesn't mean I don't battle every week when I publish another episode. I always feel sick with anxiety when a new episode goes out, always. I always question myself, I always doubt myself, I always worry that no one's going to be interested or that it's really boring or whatever else. But I've cultivated enough confidence to be able to say to myself and remind myself, Lucy, why is what you have to say any less important or any less interesting than anyone else? And I think that's that sort of self-awareness and the ability to remind myself that is actually the confidence that I'm talking about. And I suppose that feeds into what I was saying earlier about seeing confidence as something that you do rather than something that you are. And in those terms, I suppose, twice a week when I publish a new episode of the podcast, I make the decision to have the confidence to hit publish. I hope that makes sense. I'm not sure if it does. Another thing about confidence is that I really think that it comes with action. I think this is quite key. If we're always waiting until we feel ready or until we feel confident enough to do something, we will never, ever start. It's often a case of just getting started and then the confidence comes. Tiny little steps of progress lead to confidence. And one of my latest sort of life mantras is done is better than perfect. And I think that's such a good thing to bear in mind. It's better to just bloody do something than to sit around, wait to feel confident enough and never actually do it. By just taking that action and just doing it, that's where the confidence starts coming from. 
And remember that we are not born with confidence. We can develop it. And although we may have certain traits that make us more naturally confident, it's still something that we can all develop. But it's something that really does need to be worked on. And unless you're very lucky and you had parents who really, really instilled it in you from a very young age, I think most of us could probably use a bit more of it. Now, a certain amount of confidence is of course, situational. We're obviously more confident when we're doing something that we're good at or we're familiar with. And the same when we're in the company of people we feel comfortable with. But I reckon there's a way of being more confident in general, which stems from believing in yourself. And I've come to realise that so much of our lives and what we make of them is to do with the belief that we have in ourselves, which I guess is one and the same thing as confidence. And it comes back also to something I bang on about a lot, which is being aware of our thoughts. We have to mind our thoughts and what we're saying to ourselves because we don't realise that we're constantly reinforcing negative thoughts that we think over and over again. And so you have to be intentional about the thoughts that you have about yourself because it's those thoughts that lead to the beliefs that you have about yourself and your worth and your abilities. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, but I do affirmations every single day and I really think that they work. So how can we improve our self-confidence? Well, affirmations are certainly one way of going about it, but I heard someone talk about this recently on a podcast and it's so, so true, but we need to start by letting go of the past. We need to stop living from the past and who we've been in the past. Whatever has happened in the past is actually completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter who we've been. It's about who we're being now. What we do when we're constantly looking backwards at who we've been is that we keep perpetuating our identities based on who we have been in the past. But who we've been in the past does not dictate who we're going to be in the future. So I think it's key to really remember that. Forget how you would usually do something, what you would usually say or how you would usually be. It's irrelevant. We don't always acknowledge or remember that we can consciously choose how we're going to be in the now because we're so conditioned to check in with how we would have dealt with something in the past. And going back to the affirmations, you can literally speak out affirmations that reflect this kind of thinking. You know, things like, I can choose who I am going to be moving forward, or who I've been and what I've done in the past does not equate who I'm going to be and what I'm going to do in my future. So like I say, affirmations are certainly a really good way of starting to improve your self-confidence. The other way, and this sounds really silly, but it's to make developing it a priority. It's as simple as that. You have to take action consistently. And like most things in life, if we want to improve something or change something, we've got to be willing to put in the work. And to be honest, all it needs is tiny actions starting with, say, affirmations, starting with becoming aware of your thoughts, start with deciding to do something that scares you, no matter how small it may seem, but by doing something that you're afraid of, that is one of the best ways to develop self-confidence. 
And one other thing that I want to add is that, and this ties into um, my episode that I did about the people that we surround ourselves with, but we need to make sure that we are attracting the right people into our lives. And the best way to do that is to be completely, authentically you. Because if you can be totally yourself, then the kind of people who are going to gravitate towards you will be the people who make you feel confident. I think we can all have a tendency to perhaps want to hang out with certain people because maybe we think they're this or that or whatever. But ultimately, that's a losing game, especially when it comes to our self-confidence. The people that are going to boost our confidence are the ones who come into our lives when we're being 100% ourselves because the right people gravitate towards you when you're being you. And I really think that hanging out with the wrong kind of people can be really bad for your confidence. Anyway, hopefully uh, that was in some way helpful. So go and make like Maria in The Sound of Music when she sings that song about confidence. And if you're one of those single ladies who would rather be in a relationship than be single, then I can tell you one thing. You could do a lot worse than to work on your confidence because confidence is very, very attractive, as we all know. So one final thing. Just remember the words of Henry Ford when it comes to confidence and self-belief. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right either way. I bloody love that quote. I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. See you Tuesday. Bye.